When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Uh, yeah, I think our best bet is just to like, let's just, no editing, just drop this fucker just as is. This is a total, yeah, this, is, this, this is, is raw, baby. This is my kind of fun here. Uh, Monitor, I forgot to bring headphones. I'm sure we're fine. Gene? Yeah, well, you know, we're just going to kind of keep her loose here, but uh, you want to do keep it close to your mouth. Why don't you give me a level there? Yeah, I'm checking on this microphone here for you, Baco. Yeah, it should be all right. Pull some of the hair off and I'll be all right. All right, so we are live at the Nick Mason Saucer Full of Secrets Tour here, the stop at uh, the State Theater in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Of course, you're listening to Cobras and Fire. My name is Baco. Joining me today is, uh, you're almost uh, basically an honorary member of the show at this point. <laughs> after this summer, you really put in some heavy duty. So, uh, Gene Vogel, of course, from the Disciples of the Watch podcast. Uh, well, I ask you how you're doing, but I've been, I spent the last six hours with you, so you yes. seem to be doing all right. So. I'm doing great, yeah. Enjoy, enjoying a, uh, a fabulous hang with, with Baco, of course, and looking forward to tonight's show. Yeah, and uh, Pantheon, uh, sponsors of the Nick Mason Saucerful Secrets Tour. So this is kind of exciting. I, I've never done like a live recording, even though this isn't going out live, but you know, we're recording it at the event. People are just starting to get in. They're, they're, these are only the VIPs right now, so there's not too many people milling around. And a couple of these people are here. They actually won them uh, you know, through the, the, the Pantheon app. And they've been is. emailed and told to come visit us. But the, it seems like everybody's afraid of us right now. Well, we are the sexiest people here, so do you blame them? No, no. They gave us a nice little table here, though. And some uh, chairs. Yeah, some chairs. I wasn't sure about the chairs. Yeah, we were iffy on the chairs. Yeah. We got our chairs. Oh, uh, But, yeah, uh, Chad, who works here at the State Theater, was kind enough to yes, take care of us. And what was uh, the gentleman named? Craig. Craig? Craig and Chad. Okay. So Perry's over there in the uh, oversized Nick Mason T-shirt selling merch to uh, the VIP. Yes. Yes. 
And Asia Security looks, I think I can take most of them. Uh, I, I think you could. <laughs> I'd actually pay money to watch that happen and videotape it. Oh, God, I wasn't sure with the way everything was set up here if I was going to get in with all my recording equipment and actually well, went really fucking concern. smooth. Yes, yeah. they were very professional, very handy. I mean... <laughs> that old bat. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to throw down, but I'm glad it didn't come to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, doesn't take much to intimidate me, so that says a lot about the on-site security <laughs> right now. Uh, <laughs> Unless she's packing, I didn't see anything. Asia Security, the finest in concert security. Serving uh, concert goers for, well, my entire life in this area, so I don't know if they're... Uh, I was uh, going to say at least quite a while. Yeah, I th- almost every like Ticketmaster level event, I think they're the security. But apparently, they've anyway. got the staff. Oh, we have someone staring at her sign. No, she she doesn't care. Yeah. Well, probably checking it out. Yeah, I thought we had uh, our first guest, but <laughs> or groupie. Hmm. I mean, we are Could podcasters. Exactly. Yeah. A <laughs> uh, guest groupie. What's that? The groupist. A groupie. Groupist, oh, a gr- grusty, <laughs> a gropist. Uh, I'm going. With, I like grusty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it sounds them... like what, what I'm saying, especially looking at you right now. But uh, oh, oh, I think that's Nick Mason right there. <laughs> oh, jeez, now he's. I think he's his cousin. That's he's not old enough to be Nick. Oh, good. Uh, snow on the roof. And uh, for people familiar with downtown Minneapolis and where this theater is located, whether it's an event like this or like uh, when they put on like uh, like a Broadway type play, it's always kind of fun to see the juxtaposition of the people that are down here every night and the people showing up for like an event. It's uh, Quite let's just call it two different worlds. I don't want to uh, get myself in trouble. <laughs> uh, a lot of a lot of loud talking to yourself uh, at bus stops. Oh yes, coming down to Minneapolis. Uh, and people who seem to know each other, yet they seem to be just passing by, but yet converse like they they know each other. Exactly. Yeah, but but they don't ever make eye contact. Right, and that's uh. that's <laughs> what makes it interesting. <laughs> and what the fuck? Target closed at six p.m. That is sad. In yeah. Minnesota, it, it, I feel like it's sacrilege. Yeah. Uh, who do we call? Uh, it, uh, Walls? Uh, Walls. Governor I think, Walls? I think uh, we got to get him on the phone. You know Jacob Fry is not going to do anything, that bleeding heart. Um, well, I say, you, know, the, you know, it just shows you how prepared we are, that we are already into local politics at a Nick Mason uh, concert here. <laughs> um, now, the, the, the show he's doing is focusing on basically the first three or four records of the Pink Lloyd's catalog and the saucer full of secrets record in particular was the last one that Sid Barrett was involved in. Now, I, d- I don't go terribly deep on Pink Floyd. Um, I think my personal collection is um, Wish You Were Here, uh, Dark Side of the Moon, and uh, The Wall. And I recently picked up more a couple of recent releases uh, at, I don't know, Half Price Books or something like that. I got... Uh, Division Bell and Momentary Lapse of Reason. So, and uh, I bought those mainly just to um, kind of listen to something I never listened to before. So, uh, Momentary I was a little more familiar with than Division Bell, but same. same uh, but the other both, you know, obviously, with G- Waters out, you're getting Gilmore heavy stuff there. The early stuff, though, never appealed to me. I think I said to you over dinner, how did yes. this? How did the record label EMI go? <laughs> you know what? Give us another one. Uh, and, and how did people g- gravitate towards it? And that was a different time before I, either one of us were born. So a lot more hallucinogens in the air, so to speak. 
And, and I do think they dodged a bullet with Sid Barrett uh, basically losing his damn mind. Looking at where that band went, uh, I don't know that you get there with that guy running the show. Yeah, and I think, well, they were you know at the tail end of that whole psychedelic movement and eventually just kind of worked its way out, other than bands that kind of just kind of dabbled in it after through the years. But it wasn't a strong a, uh, genre to, that would have carried the band forth if they had continued in that to, to be in that vein. I mean, it's cool to look back on and listen to, and I'm actually very excited for the for this show. I've, I've seen some uh, uh, performances from the when he first did this tour, and the the sound quality and the musicianship was just fantastic. So I'm, I expect, even though we're not ex- uh, uh, huge fans of the the uh, the material presented on the recorded album, I think we're going to get a, a fabulous thing here tonight. Yeah, let's uh, talk a little bit about the the band. Um, so I know one of the guys. I don't, I don't know the the members of this group uh, very specifically, and I just had it. Now it's gone. Jesus Christ! Hold on a second. I don't think any of that recorded. Not. I'm saying uh, the restart. Okay. But we just had uh, Paul on. I don't think I got any of it. Um, so, <laughs> big fan, Paul. That's too bad because that hot take on Ra- Roger Waters is you know not something you hear all the time. Uh, and the and uh, he's he's still working on it. So, how are you, sir? We are uh, hosting for a podcast called Cobras and Fire, which is part of the Pantheon podcast. Pantheon is uh, sponsoring the Nick Mason tour. So there's guys like me setting up at basically every stop, uh, just basically kind of covering the event to share it with our listeners and also talk to anybody that wants to come. Uh, what's your name? My name's Dave. Dave? Hi. Dave. Okay. How far back you go as far as Nick Mason fandom? Since 79. Yeah, okay. So are you, do you like the old school Pink Floyd more than the, the newer face? Yes. Yeah, we were just talking to Paul over here, and uh, he uh, concurs. Uh, Roger Waters, not your guy? Eh, I, pref- <laughs> I, prefer, I prefer Pink Floyd stuff. Yeah, he, Roger was okay. He thinks the wall sucks. Do you agree with that? No, it's okay. <laughs> I, still prefer, I prefer the older stuff. What year did Dark Side of the Moon come out then? 1973. Okay, so is that where you cut out? I, I mean, I love animals. Okay. I love animals. Love animals. You yeah, know. I got some serious friends. Wish you were here is one of my favorites. I like Wish You Were Here better than uh, Dark Side of the Moon. Absolutely, I do too. I'm not the biggest Pink Floyd fan, so I don't consider. You know, my opinion is only. You know, I haven't dug deep. You know, to get into that stuff. But I that's mean, like I have most of their. I have most of their live concerts that they've. That are recorded. So. Oh, you're, that's right. You were telling me you, you're big into bootlegs. So. Yeah. Are they one of those bands that are uh, cool with bootlegging? And yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't really have them. I haven't really heard them come out about it. They're, uh, they don't like, uh, they don't cooperate with the people that are restored. Okay, fair enough. So they're not like, uh, like whatever, a Grateful Dead or something like that. Yeah. Where they have a section for them. But uh, uh, have you seen Nick Mason before? Yes. Yeah. Last time he was here. Okay, so probably you guys went to the show together, but apart. Yeah, probably. Okay, yeah. all right, that's good. We've done that quite a bit ourselves, <laughs> yeah. actually. We've we've gone to. Yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Everything I've kind of researched and, and look at seems like it's visually in that kind of very much in a Pink Floyd vein, but I'm not very versed in the old music. I got to admit. All psychedelic. 
okay. the entire show. It's nothing but psychedelic. So, so I should not have left my acid in the car. 1972 and earlier. Okay. So 66, 67, 68, 69, 70, mm-hmm. all of their acid, rock, psychedelic. Good stuff. Barrett's right behind you, too, by no, the way. <laughs> no, I know. I was a, <laughs> it was a joke, sir. <laughs> he, didn't even, he didn't even turn to look. He wasn't fooled. <laughs> he didn't want to see what I was talking about. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> oh, right on. He, he so called you guys are following the tour, then? No, well, actually, there's a, a, a Pantheon podcast. Like, we're based out of Minneapolis. Or I'm in St. Paul, whatever. Shock could be for him. So this was the, our dates, and okay. there's there's other podcasts that record all around the country okay. that are kind of being located based on proximity for the most part. Oh, so like the guy from Chicago, we'll, yep. we'll do the Chicago show, New York, L.A., Kansas City, whatever, yeah. wherever they. And some of them I know, you know, like as friends per se. A lot of these shows, you know, we're just all part of the same conglomerate. I've never met. So. Right. You just talk online and yeah. go. One hundred percent. I don't know. They have to have a Pink Floyd podcast. They got like 120 so. podcasts up, Anthony. There has to be at least one of them. I know there's, I know there's Pink Floyd podcasts out there. I'm just curious if Pantheon, our our host, has one. But anyway. something to research. Well, they're starting to mill in now. Uh, again, gentlemen, thank you both for your time. Enjoy the show. Yes, thank you. Thanks. Making sure we're still rolling here. Okay. <laughs> so I'm guessing they opened it up to everybody. Yes, it looks like there are, look, there yeah. are people without the badges. So to, the so to paint the, the picture here, we got the basically the merch table was open for the VIPs early, uh, so it was not as sparse as it is, is. It's pretty packed now. Um, people are starting to mill in here and uh, like our friend Paul said there was a sellout last time so maybe we'll have a pretty big crowd here tonight um, I have no gauge well I have a lot of I have a feeling a lot of pe- these people are uh, retired so it should we should have a packed house tonight <laughs> all the uh, Big Floyd early fans are- yeah that's a classic concert night Tuesday it is so, it is uh, yeah. but, um, we got uh, Sid Barrett checking us out yeah <laughs> Uh, Reborn. Uh, I guess got side-eyed by his girl, too. I don't know what's going on there. Probably just curious to what two uh, guys with microphones in their hands are doing at a place like this. Yeah, it does. You know, it, it's a little off-putting because, you know, podcasts were invented after they turned 50. So, If they're lucky, it was that early. <laughs> oh, we are filling in here, though. So, yeah, I'm a little bummed that none of the people that won, there's like four people that won tickets through Pantheon and um, why don't they come over and say hi and, and thank you to me personally, I guess. Especially like, you, yeah, yes. All the work I put in. You know, I may, maybe they're shy. Mm. Right on. What do we got here? Hi, I'm Ryan. Ryan, nice to meet nice you. Did you by chance win tickets through Pantheon? Okay. My buddy won, or my buddy's friend that's coming won tickets, so I don't know how. Yeah. Okay. Send them over here. How much was that Stella? Okay, that's not too bad. No. Uh, well, nowadays. Yeah. Nowadays. Yeah, yeah. 10.50. Yeah. 10 50. Okay, did, did you leave the 50 cents for a tip? Buck 50. Buck 50. Oh, okay. all right. High roll. High roll. He's going to get better service around, too. <laughs> uh, I, you, first time seeing Nick Mason? No, uh, I saw him last time they were here, too. Okay, so, yeah, is it? Wasn't that, what, what kind of crowd can we expect? Um, we're all a bunch of old, old people. 
know, there'll be some young people. You know, but I think mostly sitting. Um, but they'll, you know, they'll be in. Right on. Obviously, I think the people that are here know what they're here for, and well, they're going to be appreciative. Couple guys, are you? I am forty-four. Mm, I would say that skews on the young edge. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say. I mean, doing my uh, cursory median age uh, guessing here, I'm going to say you're below the median. Uh, uh, Now, we were just talking to a couple guys who who also had been at the last show. Was it over at the Orpheum? Okay. The they do look. They so. do look alike. Um, once, especially once you get inside. But uh, they made it sound like we made a mistake not bringing like acid. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the the early music is kind of perfect for that. So <laughs> they got some good visuals up there. They have the, uh, light show or whatever with the oil. How'd you sneak yours in? What's that? How'd you sneak yours in? <laughs> can't, can't give away the secrets. Okay, all right, fair enough. Yeah, I'm just looking for tips. Just eat it beforehand. Okay. <laughs> now that sounds like a pro. Um, well, we are from Cobras and Fire. We're local podcast recorders, and Pantheon is part of the uh, uh, the network that hosts us. They've sponsored this entire tour, so uh, we are hoping to run into somebody that won VIP tickets through Pantheon. But they have like to come. I said, if they, uh, I'll send them over here. So. Yeah, if you, hey, yeah. Are you, you guys are local? Uh, yep. Are you, like, doing this throughout the whole tour? They are, but we aren't. So, like, um, Pantheon shows that are recorded in other cities will kind of line up from where they're at. So, so all this stuff will be yep. coming out in a show at the end of the tour? Yeah, well, actually, as it goes. Oh, okay. Um, like, this will pop out later this week or early next week. Um, for for our feed, but uh, yeah, it's all going. I I think the the Nick Mason people are sharing them as they come out as well, but I can't guarantee that. Sure. sure. Any chance I could talk into grabbing a picture of us for it gets sure. two pot? It will get that logo in front of you if you can. Thank you, Ryan. No, no, no. You two of us. Oh, he lost it. I thought he wanted a picture of him. <laughs> I'm I thought you really like this. Ryan. Is for our bosses. Oh, for the bosses. Okay. Yeah, they want some social media. <laughs> so, I don't know. Can you fit us in or? Yeah, they, thank you. Thank you. All right, Ryan. Thank you very much. Oh no. <laughs> So how deep is your fandom of of Pink Uh, Floyd? I got into them when I was 15, 16, and 94. My very first concert was actually Pink Floyd at the Metrodome. So you could argue that it's been all downhill since. I wouldn't wouldn't say that. First or second was 88. I learned what a contact high was that night. Yeah. Uh, I saw them at the Dome in 88. Okay. Uh, KQ's 21st birthday party. They had a giant pink cake outside. I also got contact buzz for the first time. But you want yeah, I want to say we were like second row. I mean, oh. Opposite side of the stage, second row from the very back of the dome. Oh. So, yeah. like, so all that uh, stuff is just straight up back there. for us. But oh, yeah. yeah. Right, anyway. That sounds like my Metallica sure. and Justice for All experience. The back of the dome. Oh. Thank, thank you, ma'am. Thank you. That's all good. Yeah, you want to talk to us? Yeah, talk to her. 
Mm. So before we lose track, your fandom, as far as Pink Floyd, does it does does it have a, a preferred uh, politics? Time frame? <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, we're I like having the two conversations album, here. So I, I, Whatever I you want to talk about, Nick Mason, man. What what brings you here? Of all time, but like I appreciate it all. Yeah. Um, have you so seen him before? I, I would say like I never thought I would hear these songs performed live. How was Roger? Anyway, I've heard, you know heard some of them, but you know especially the you know free okay. side stuff. All of the, the I've heard a couple comments like that tonight, so um, I think I know where you're going. For a day, uh, Lucifer Sam, you know some of those songs like I never thought that I would hear. So I'm just so glad that you know uh, Nick decided to do this type of tour and uh, share these with you know the younger fans like myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a great point. snapper. and you know these guys are old. You know Roger was just here a month ago. You know he's almost 80, if not but, 80. Hey, kudos it's to like, the these uh, are, ushers you know, there. Probably the last opportunities to see these guys. You know, during and, uh, break, you know, for me, it's ushers like, came I'm, I'm up because I was up in that, the 2:32 you know, section. So. Usher came up. Hey, wants to go down to 104. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you have his name? I'd like to report him to his boss. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I'm, I'm expecting high-level musicianship like Roger Waters and like uh, uh, David Gilmore would have. I'm expecting the same thing here. Am I, am I correct in expecting that? You know, I would say the nice thing about this band is they're allowed to be a lot looser. You know, Roger, oh, good. Roger, that's good. David's Pink Floyd shows, you know. Obviously, you know, it's good musicianship and everything, but, you know, they got video screens and all this stuff going on that they got to kind of keep time to. Um, you know, not a lot of, you know, room for kind of moving around. At least with these guys, you know, I do think, you know, for the most part, each show is going to be different. Um, you know, you might hear different things anyway. So uh, there's definitely a looser feel to these shows. I mean, I think that's, you know, part of those early songs too. You know, they weren't as you know, highly refined and spent three years in the studio, you know, recording these songs. So, um, you know, I think I think these type of songs lend themselves to that too. But I mean, a, a show like this, you know, um, not anywhere near is like advanced. And I think there's, you know, I, I know I appreciate that 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 type of approach. So there are great musicians on, on stage here, so, you know, and it does seem like they enjoy playing these songs quite a bit. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, the little bits that I've seen on, online from the last show, the, or the uh, last time he did this tour, which, how many years ago was that? Do you do you know off the top of your head? 2018, 2017. It was only three or four years ago. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought it was, pre or it was pre-pandemic, but I just wasn't sure uh, exactly where that fell, because I have a, uh, a friend of mine who attended that show and was raving about it, and when he found out I was coming to this one, he's like, you're going to have a great time. But he's a big early Pink Floyd fan. He likes, well, everything up until Roger left the band. So after that, is he's he's kind of spotty with his fandom. For me, I like it all. Um, I'm a little less familiar though with the Nick, the stuff that Nick's to be performing tonight, other than a few select tracks. And kind of like you mentioned, stuff that Roger's still performing or David is still performing, or stuff that I've seen on video from when they had this tour, however many years ago, seven years ago or less than that even. Uh, Five years ago, uh, I mean, they're playing some obscure stuff like uh, "Vegetable Man," you know, a Sid Barrett song um, that, you know, unless you're really into them, you probably don't know, you know, know that song. "Candy in the Current Body," I mean, early stuff that, you know, again, if you uh, if 
you haven't really delved deep into Pink Floyd at all, and you're only familiar with like the you know uh, Glory era albums or whatever. You know, this is definitely going to be a different experience. You know? Different experience in the '88, the Metrodome, the '94, the Metrodome, than any of these Roger tours and, and David tours that he doesn't very often. But, Yes, yeah, and, and seeing it in a small venue. I mean, you know, the other guys mostly play arenas and, and, and what have you. Like to be this close, like I treated myself tonight. Like I said earlier, like this is you know probably one of the last chances, if not the last chance, to see these guys. And it's like you know what, I'm gonna buy, you know, I'm gonna throw down and spend a little money and you know be up near the front. So I got a second row ticket. And it's probably the closest thing I'm gonna ever be to any of these guys, and I'm real excited about that. So. Yeah, that's a good point too. With it being in a in the theater like this, instead of being in a in a big dome or a, a huge venue like that, it's a little more personal. It is. It is. Only thing I you know I do wish we didn't have seats. I mean, it is an older crowd, so probably I appreciate seats. I, I do. I appreciate I do, the seats too. But I you know as far as like getting into the show, like you know I think when you're standing, you're a little more comfortable you know, kind of in your own skin and, and doing whatever. When you're sitting, you're kind of worried about the people behind you and all that stuff. And, uh, I mean, it is what it is. Like, I'm not I'm not really complaining about it, but just like, man, if, if this was a standing show, it would probably be a little more energy from even us older folks. I'd be curious to see some dancing. Yeah, right? I'll stand know. as long as Nick does. Watch, uh, it was the Dick Clark show or whatever at uh, the early Floyd played on, and we got people dancing. It's like... These two things don't really go together. Um, it's pretty funny. American bandstand. I just mean an older crowd tends to be a little, sometimes a little bit looser. They don't care what anybody is thinking about the way they're moving. Uh, yeah, so the uh, the seats are limiting in that fashion. I've seen some pretty interesting people who are uh, get a few years on me, just cutting loose. <laughs> you you. You get the spry, you know, spry young folks every once in a while, and those are the people that you want to be hanging out with. I, li- I like that word spry because it implies old. You, you don't ever call someone spry if they're young. Man, if you got the attitude that you're young, that's I mean, that's that, yeah. you, So I uh, wish I was spry. I, I'm jealous of those people. See, gotta have the attitude, man. Maybe when you get older, you'll be spry. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the spry years. You are a grandfather now, so. <laughs> so I guess it's hitting me sooner than I thought. It happens to the best of us. Hey, man, how you doing? I'm checking out your. Well, thank you very much for your time. Oh, Appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the show. Hey, thanks a lot, Ryan. Enjoy the show. Hi, I'm a nerd. I'm checking out your sound system. Yeah, all right. What's your name? <laughs> What's that? What's your name? John Rogers. John, uh, John's gone, John Carl Rogers, friendly neighborhood blacksmith. Wow. That is a name. Yeah, it is. Is that is that Irish? No. Does it fit on your license? Call it French. What's that? Does it fit on your license? No. Okay. <laughs> Actually, my license is pretty good, though. i got to show you. Oh, boy. So what do you guys do? You're doing, uh, like, a music-oriented uh, podcast? Yeah, Correct. basically. Yeah. Cobras and Fire is the name of the podcast, and Pantheon is our host. They are sponsoring the tour, so we're just kind of here on site. Uh, what do we got here? Cal- oh, geez, nice Look photo. The, yeah, the photo. Look at that. Is that your signature? <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> I did this for the TSA people. Yeah. Great, great. So you guys are here just sort of collecting uh, people's reminiscences? Or? Basically, yeah. Well, whatever anybody wants. Is there something about Nick Mason or just drugs in general you want to talk about? Drugs? Yeah, what the hell? Oh, well, last time I did acid, I spent the night in Alcatraz. How's that? That's pretty good. Was it like, open? Uh, was that? 
Was it open? It was open. Yeah, no, I used to volunteer for the National Park Service uh, in, uh, okay. in Yosemite. And so it's a thank you party for two years in a row. They gave us a uh, um, little thank you party on the Balclutha, the three-masted sailing ship. The third year, uh, the Balclutha was closed uh, for repairs. And so they're like, well, do you want to be on drafty-ass Angel Island, this, you know, in Bay Area? And, or, or Alcatraz. You want to spend it on Alcatraz? And so we're all just like, yeah, we'll spend it on Alcatraz. And so we got there and we watched like Birdman of Alcatraz. We were like a bunch of older blacksmiths and ourselves. We had a younger whippersnapper just about 20 years ago. We'd all have jumpsuits made, right? And so um, with orange jumpsuits with property of Alcatraz Penitentiary on the back. And um, and so, I, you know, they're like, yeah, you can stay in one of the cells. And I walked up to one of the cells and I put my bag inside and I looked up and the numbers added up to 13. And I was like, oh, fuck all this. So I was, we were like, there's three of us, and we were, uh, you know, having fun, partying a little bit. And we asked the ranger, we said, hey, can we sleep outside, man? Because, you know, it's kind of crazy. He's like, he's like, totally understand, dude. You know, you guys just don't go around the back side of the island. Was, it's really dangerous back there. And so we're like, okay, so that's fine. So what we did is we went outside and sort of wandered around a little bit. And then I was like, I was like, starting to peek a little bit. I was like, oh, yeah. And so I was like, I'm going to head underneath this tree and hang out and play my guitar. And my other friends were like, well, we're going around the back side of the island. So they did. And they cruised around the back side of the island. And, and so I was just kind of hanging out under this tree. And then I realized about 2, 3 in the morning, that, you know, it's like that I'm about maybe like 10 meters from the uh, um, morgue. Alcatraz, the switchback where the morgue ride was right there, and there's a, like a little site, little sign right there with like two guys that tried, tried to run off, they got shot, and all this other shit. So there's all these you know ghosts and shit flying around. This is like 1999, so I was like, and the, the, the doors were yawning open. I mean, you used to have psychedelics, right? Not every day. You mentioned that. Well, so maybe no, but you you've done. Have you, have you guys? I actually never have. If you want to, well, no, I was thinking of it tonight, but I missed my opportunity. You know. Highly overrated, but you know, you know, throw up a certain time. If, a certain if I place. could do it in Alcatraz, I might be convinced to do it's, it. At this uh, point. It was pretty intense. So the, the, the doors were yawning open, and I was like, I was like, yawning. you may not come this back through, you know. And so I made a deal with the with the LSD, and I was like, well, you know, if I can get back to my sanity, then we're done. We're done. Okay. And then asked was like, <laughs> yeah, okay, we'll be done. But um, but yeah, I think the last one of the last times I saw Floyd, I was dead nuts sober as is tonight. Um, but um, but uh, 89, 89 show, I think I did some mushrooms. That was pretty fun. But you know, honestly, music like this, as magical as it is, you don't really need it, man. You just Fair want, enough. It's just beautiful stuff. Now, your license said California. Are you? Did you travel for this, or are you just? Uh... No, I grew up in North Dakota. Actually, I live out there, but I help uh, um, help run an artist and residence space out there. And then I actually, uh, I bought some land out there. I bought a bunker up in northern North Dakota um, as an art studio, as a summer art studio. So I get out of Oakland a little bit every once in a while. So, yeah, Oakland, my, all right. Well. That's my crazy life. But actually, yeah, we saw. We went down uh, from Grand Forks to Sioux Falls yesterday. Um, we uh, uh, saw Maiden, Iron Maiden. Oh, nice. We'll see this tonight. Go hang out with my friends, uh, folks, tomorrow, and then back up to Grand Forks and work on my bunker a little bit. So. Right on. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm your so name happy. was super long. I already forgot it. That's uh, okay. Uh, okay. It's very convoluted. Uh, but thank you for coming John, on. John the Blacksmith. John the Blacksmith. Oh, that seems so shorter what you guys, this time. What's the, what are you collecting the stories for? Just for Basically, um, uh, like I said, Pantheon is, is our, our podcast host. It's a web, basically a conglomerate of like 120 music shows. And at each one of the, they're sponsoring the tours, so they're basically having shows that they, they on their banner, come out and do like what we're doing. Okay. We're talking to anybody that wants to talk, man. Cool. And Thank you know how to talk.
tells you some stories. Yeah. <laughs> some I won't. <laughs> All right, you guys. Have you a guys good have night. a good night, man. Yep. yep. Good well, thank you. Thank you. And yeah, by the way, I love it. Yeah, I got an H6. Yeah. Because um, it looks like I can kind of layer stuff on there. Um, I can do the four separate inputs, right? Yeah, no, it's, got six it's, got the, it's got the cross inputs, and then it's got uh, that. Um, so. That's my bunker, and then the, the, the closest neighbor is this um, giant Cold War radar array, this pyramid that this uh, Bitcoin mining company just purchased. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so that's kind of interesting, and it comes along with this, um, let's see, there's a good shot of it, this little security building, and then I keep this, uh, this little sweetie out here as well, a little 71 Dodge Demon. Nice. Yeah, yeah it's kind of fun, you know. Little Looks like a house, little... <laughs> Nuclear war hobbit house. <laughs> <laughs> are you guys from? You guys from Minneapolis? Yeah. Well, St. Paul, he's Shakopee, but yeah, so yeah, we're local. Basically. Yeah. So they're asking people to do, and, and it's for the for the Nick Mason tour. Yeah, the yeah, Pantheon sponsored the whole tour. They have what is Pantheon? They're like the podcast host. They like they, we're one of their shows. Like I think NBC in like all the TV shows. Like we're the shows on their That's network. So. Yeah, so like, you know, they base it on proximity, so when they go to Chicago, anybody that's in the Chicago area is doing what we're doing. And then what is, what is your podcast? It's really absurd talk about music, hard rock and metal centric typically. It's, yeah, comedy, we, it's a comedy rock podcast. Rock talk is what we call it. So Cobras and Fire is the name of our podcast. I've, uh, so, yeah. Cobras and Fire? Cobras and Fire, yeah. So, so, so check it out. Yeah, it's really ridiculous. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, I get, I get paid to play with fire, so I can do show. Um, you know, I saw, I saw Meshuggah about uh, three or four You got a very broad taste in music. What's that? You have a very broad taste in music. I do, I do. Yeah, I love, it's I love, good. We can appreciate that. I love Joni Mitchell. I love, uh, you know, the hard techno metal. and you like Goat Horror? I never, yeah, uh, you know, I haven't heard Goat Horror. I've, I've heard about them, but I'm going to listen to them now that you suggested them. Okay. Um, no, but I saw him in Sugar the other night, and there's this dude in a Spider-Man costume in uh, in, in the pit. And Wait, like, are you sure that wasn't Spider-Man? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. I was pretty sure because, well, you know, maybe it was. Okay. Maybe it was. He didn't, like, do any kind of web-slinging stuff, but he did kind of do this weird twerking thing. So he's keeping it low-key. Yeah, he's kind of being on the DL. I was like, what the fuck ever possessed you to, uh, you know, dress up as Spider-Man? He's like, I don't know, but I'm sweating balls and I can't see shit in this thing. And so I recounted to him. Oh, that doesn't sound like Spider-Man. Have you ever heard of Max Sabbath? Yes. Okay, so I saw Captured by Robots. You ever heard of them? That's something to look up. Captured by Robots is a guy who's been captured by these two robots and they enslaved him and they force him to give them mini tracks and they're actually playing the music and he's pre-programmed into them and he sings but he's all like dressed in like you know in like a burlap is that bag Daft and a bunch of chains it's really good but anyway I saw them in the Great American Music Hall on Halloween right after the um, election uh, the Trump election and so I went as a dumpster fire and so I had this cardboard <laughs> box on my head and I, the, with the lid propped up about this much so I could just sort of see out there was like you know styrofoam flames coming out of there and and as soon as like the, the show started, I was sort of on the same lines of not being able to see shit. As soon as the show started, people were like running into me and banging on the box and knocking me back. Oh no! Like, you know, just like trying to keep on my feet. And the you know the like box, I couldn't hardly see shit with this. You know, except inside of a dumpster, it's on fire. And uh, yeah, so that was pretty exciting. But that was just captured by Roblox. And Max Sabbath came on, 
that was pretty entertaining. But, uh, but yeah, three three songs, and then I was ready to leave. But, yeah, you know, honestly, Cash Your Robots. That sounds more fun. He wiped the stage with Max Steps. And that's, that's his cat, J-Bot Vance, who's out in the Bay Area. He does that. He does another band called Teddy Bear Orchestra. And that's all, like, animatronic bears that are playing music. And there's, like, other bears. Did he ever work at uh, Showbiz Pizza? No, but it, uh, the bears are basically like those Chuck E. Cheese fuckers. Chuck E. Cheese. Right? Yeah. And so, uh, track Hey, you ever enjoy the show? Oh, what's your name? How about that? Start with an easy one. My name is Alyssa Van Dam, and she is going to listen to our podcast. She says so. She yeah. promised. Yes, it was a promise. I so. promised. I'm just waiting in line for some merch. Okay, yeah. You drinking Nick my Nate, beer too? At the Nick Mason that, show with that, a Coors Light. That piss I you off, Gene? Huh? Oh. Silver Bullet? I, I paid way too much. This is like. $23 for two or some shit like oh that. Oh, my God. Uh, we yeah. just saw a guy drinking Stella for 10 <laughs> Well, you don't want to ask what the tip was. Okay. He paid 12 so, bucks. Well, whatever. everybody we've talked to has been good tippers then. Uh, for, uh, you know, I well, they auto, they auto do it. So uh, they automatically get like four bucks. Oh, so there's no... Okay, see well, here. You can, and it says add more if you want. There's an extra Add button. more to what they already took? Yeah. See, I have a theory, like, if, if $10 doesn't include the tip, I'm not the one who's cheap. Well, I mean, you have to consider we're at a concert. Oh, blah, of course. Blah, blah, You're not blah, here blah, to save money. All that dumb bullshit, but it is rape. They yeah. love it. Sorry, they, they can make plenty of money on $5. It's a terrible word, but, I mean, it's just the truth. Yeah. <laughs> a pounder for 10 bucks. Give me a break. Yeah, no kidding. I agree. So, are you, this is your first Nick Mason show? All right, ours too. We just went to Roger Waters. We went to the Pink Floyd tribute band in Lakeville, the Fabulous Armadillos. They were awesome. All right. And then we went to the Pink Floyd Ballet last spring. That was our second time. The Minneapolis Ballet does that. And that was awesome. So lots of Pink Floyd going on. A lot of Roger Waters hate here. Uh well, <laughs> maybe not from you, but others. Well, I mean, he is a pretty big douchebag, but his music <laughs> is awesome. So, if you I can look past it, his politics—they're they're somewhat great. Like he's try, he means well, and he's trying to do good. So, but well, he had a guy tell—he's a little, tell, he's a little uh, big-headed, but yeah, and he's political and divisive. I get that, but someone yeah. someone told us that the wall was overrated, and I'm like, at a Nick Mason show, he's like, oh, this is the this is the stuff. So the I don't wall was overrated. Well, I think all every. Thing about Pink Floyd is overrated, but my husband loves them, so oh, huh. I just get drug along to all this bullshit. So <laughs> they're all good, I guess, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's Tuesday. We get it's Tuesday. Overpriced pounders. <laughs> overpriced pounders. Yay! Have a good night. Enjoy the show. Thank you. You guys have a great podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I think our best bet is just to like. Let's just no editing. Just drop this fucker just as is. This is a total. Yeah, this is this, this is, is raw, baby. This is my kind of fun here. Uh, this is like Saturday night in Minneapolis. You just yeah. do it raw. Remember f- the first five minutes we talked? We're like, what the hell are we gonna do? And nobody's coming over here. Now it's just like, yeah, it's a pretty good, uh, pretty good turn off. Yeah. <laughs> when is this gonna be on? Oh, it'll probably be out uh, before Sunday. I'm not exactly sure, but. If you look, but it, it stays there forever. So check it next week. Can I just but. go on to the podcast. Yeah, go to you go to. And then look up that. Yeah, Pantheon actually just launched their own uh, app, so you can find that in the Android or the Apple Store. 
Pantheon Podcast. If you Google that, you'll come to the website. It'll take everything you need. It'll be right there. <laughs> there you go, right on. Yeah, the bosses will be happy. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, send that in. Uh, yeah, yeah. Big news. Be the Pant- model. Yeah. Pantheon did just launch their own Pantheon app. Well, that's good to hear. I downloaded it while you were in the bathroom at uh, Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, so. Is that what took you so long to get in there? Yeah, <laughs> you were waiting for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is all just people lining up for the merch, huh? Yeah, so it's backed up all the way upstairs. If you had any hopes of getting anything, it might be gone by the time we're, we wrap this up and and clean up here. Yeah, I have a very common size, so if almost any time if I don't get in real early, I can't get anything I want. So we have the ugly shirt still available in the one you're looking for, sir, but uh, not that cool one. Uh, that happened yes. to be at Rammstein. Yeah, the first three shirts I picked all sold out of XL. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I guess I'll take so either you got to put on some more weight or lose some weight. Yeah, I never thought about that. I could shed shed a few pounds. You're working yeah. on it. Well, the thing is, you get you get iffy with the uh, with the adding too much weight because they don't really stock a lot of those. Where larges and extra larges are the two real common sizes. You hit that double X and above, and it gets it's you know you might be especially at a show like this you're going to be competing with a lot of other. That's a good point. You know. Yeah, the way the way our waistlines are going nowadays. Yeah, kiss cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I got carried away here. Uh, <laughs> look around. All right, how many people you hear? Th- like, like, look at that line. Out of out of those twenty people, how many of them? What do you think the the average time it's been since they last went swimming without a shirt on? I don't want to imagine that, but I'm going to say it's been a while. You know, it, it, that might sound mean, but I don't know, people. It's just the way. It, I, I, I wouldn't. Well, I wouldn't swim with a shirt on because I'm weird that way, I guess. Yeah. But I should probably wear a shirt. Yeah, you know, I saw that picture of the three of us in Andy's hot tub, and I thought the same thing about myself. It's like, ah, I probably should have left this. Maybe this is why. But I, I'm with you. I'm old school. I'm just, fuck it. You could have used some more bubbles. <laughs> that would have helped uh, Helped hide a few things. Luckily, we decided to wear shorts instead of going au naturel mm. like we originally planned. Yeah, and actually, if we if we would have been able to do that, like in the last two hours, I would have been able to supply some extra bubbles. Uh, I'm starting to run <laughs> out though. Uh, uh, crop dusting here all the way back from uh, Hell's Kitchen. Uh. <laughs> uh, well, that's good, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's hope so. Anyway, it's going to be warm inside uh, the oh, theater I see tonight. David Gilmore rattled that lock sh- tour shirt. That's cool. That's oh, look at recent, that. Uh, Actually, that may that was 2016, last, man. Yeah, that was the last Gilmore album, probably the last Gilmore tour, as far as I know. It is amazing that uh, Nick Gilmore still plays drums. Nick Mason. Nick, what did I say? You said Nick Gilmore. Oh, I my brain transferred uh, only half of the name. Yeah, that's yeah, like Nick, a, Nick Mason, who we're here to see tonight. Uh, yeah, is that Harry Potter? Yeah, we should look up his age, but he's got to be in his uh, early to mid 70s, and we know plenty of people. Uh, that age or a little younger that cannot uh, cannot even sit behind a drum kit. I mean, Ringo Starr doesn't play fucking drums. He, I mean, Ringo looks good, but he never fucking plays drums, really. Well, but like he's, when he, he likes bl- being up front, though, too. Well, sure, he's but a when drummer with lead singer, but he can play two songs with uh, Paul McCartney. I want that fucker hitting the the drums. You know what I'm saying? Nineteen forty-four. All right, so we got fifty-six and twenty-two. 78? Motherfuck. Did I do that right? 
getting dinged again. You're asking me to do math in front of this crowd? <laughs> All right. Well, um, looks like we can probably start getting ready to go in. Um, the merch line is blocking our view from basically everything at this point now. We're, we're basically... Yeah, the stages are back. And I'm going to check the screen here. Oh, yeah, it's filling up. All right. Um, well, why don't we sign off, pack up, and uh, I'm going to see, uh, maybe use the bathroom before I get in there. Uh, drank a lot of water today. That's good. You got to stay hydrated. Exactly. For Nick Mason Especially show. at my age. So. Especially your age. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks a lot for helping me out with this, Gene. Anytime. Uh, you're always there. Um, and, yeah, hopefully this was entertaining for the people that listened to it. it. It was a lot of fun to come out and do. And, yeah, I mentioned it. So if you're hearing it for the first time here, go check out the Pantheon app. Downloaded it all your the Android store and the I don't even what's the Apple one called Apple Store whatever you know how to fucking get an app on your phone go go there and uh, <laughs> uh, look up Pantheon podcast it's pretty cool all right peace. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.